0: What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a weekly video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan.
1: Bonjourno. Bonjourno
0: to you as well. How are you this fine day?
1: I'm doing very well. We actually had a little bit of practice before this episode I started. Uh, I want to tell the non-patrons all about that.
0: Yeah. So we actually recorded, before we recorded this episode, we recorded our first episode of our new Patreon reward of Team Chit Chat, where Mogan and I, each episode, will bring a, a topic unrelated to to video games. I will say yeah, it might be related
1: games. to gaming like poker, but not to video poker. We're actually like ta-
0: we're ta- we're branching out. We're talking about other things. and That's kind of the joy of that show is that we want to just bring some things that either we just experienced. We enjoy outside of video gaming and to talk about it. But we, I mean, it could literally be anything. It could be news. It could be a movie we just watched. It could be a book we just read when we decide that books aren't for chumps and we want to read them. Just kidding. We're not we're not shaming book readers. We, I am okay, I'm shaming them. <laughs> But they're still fun. <laughs> I try. To, I try. I try to read them. Uh, but but anyway, so it's just going to be a lot of fun. And that is for early access goes out for patrons who subscribe at our five dollar tier, uh, and then everyone else will get it two weeks after is when that comes out for its public release. But for the five dollar patrons, you get it early. Indeed. And that's enjoyable and fun. So we recorded that first one. So yeah, we got some practice there, but, uh, but yeah, so other than that, the team chat podcast, the zoo shows episodes come out every Tuesday at 9am central time across podcast services around the world wide web. And you can also watch a video version on YouTube, a complete list of all the places. The show is available on our website, teamchatpodcast.com slash where to listen. You can also find us on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can join our discord server links for all that are in the description below. And finally, like we were talking about our Patreon, you can support us over on patreon.com teamchatpodcast to make the show bigger and better, to help us do that anyway by lending your support. And we have cool rewards for doing so by getting the show early, getting access to a private channel on our Discord server, and special things like team Chat. so check that out patreon.com slash team chat podcast if you can't do that that's no big deal we totally understand we just enjoy that you're here listening every single week but we would appreciate in giving some either writing reviews some give us a rating anything like that to help spread the word about the show that also helps it make it also helps us make it bigger and better and we're very appreciative for all that so thank you Indeed. everyone before though we jump into the topic of the day
1: let's get a little bit of news all right so we actually missed quite a bit between this and the previous live episode. Right, right, where right. Where we normally don't do the moment with Mogan. So I'm going to do a very small amount of backtracking, just in case you missed it. Uh, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition came out for PC on November 14th, right along with Sparklight, which came out on the 14th as well for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Mac. Oh, what a nice surprise. Uh, Stormland came out for The Rift on November 14th. And then all on oh, the- Oh, The Rift. I was like,
0: wait, The Rift? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Oculus Rift. Yeah, Oculus Rift.
1: Uh, and all on November 15th, you got Astroneer for PlayStation 4, uh, Pokemon Shield and Pokemon Sword, right. both exclusively for Switch, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I know you were really excited about and that you already have, uh, that came out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, Woven for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And then coming very soon, we have Shenmue 3. Mm. She- Shen- I guess that's the week
0: this episode comes out. It will oh, be, right. yes. Uh, yeah, I yeah. can't...
1: Is that... So the 15th was Friday, 16th, 17th. That'll be Tuesday. Yeah. So this episode's air date. Uh, Shenmue 3 for PlayStation 4 and PC November 19th. Civilization 6 for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One November 22nd.
0: And I think that means on the 22nd also, I think the expansions for Civ 6, Rise and Fall, and Gathering Storm are coming to Switch, if I believe. I believe. Fascinating. So, yeah, I'm going to need to pick those up too.
1: And then closing out the end of the month uh, with our big titles is Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts. Uh, that's also for on November 22nd for PlayStation. For Xbox One and PC.
0: That's all that's coming out lately. I know we did. I guess we did have a lot of stuff. And uh, Death Stranding has made its appearance as well. Death
1: Stranding has made its appearance. And before we get into the big, big D- news, neither
0: of us have played it yet. Because we us had have other things that we wanted no. to continue. like. I, I, I'm sorry. I, like Death Stranding looks interesting. I want to learn more about the game, but. I'm sorry, it doesn't hold a candle to next to my excitement for Jedi Fallen Order. So, yeah. I couldn't do both at the same time. And
1: then quick update for everyone out there who's still addicted to Stardew Valley because I sure am, Sam is. So, there are some really cool new updates coming. I think before the end of the year. So uh, so, developer Concerned Ape did say that a few new things coming to Stardew Valley are going to be new 14-heart events to unlock with your spouse exclusively, bounchicka about wow. the ability to take screenshots of your entire That's clutch. Fall. Farm all at once. So for everybody wanting to actually share their farms or get feedback on their farms, it is now easier than ever to put that out there. Uh, you're going to get a new map designed specifically with multiplayer farms in mind, plus separate gold balances for people in multiplayer. That's that's what I'm excited about that is because nice. I'm like, don't be spending my money. I don't think potatoes are worth it. That's why you got to
0: start a farm altogether. You so do. Everything yes. is collectively owned. And
1: now that there's going to be this new map specifically designed for multiplayer, I assume it's going to be more streamlined than ever. Uh, you're also getting some new hairstyles and new farm building options for ponds on your farm to raise fisheries in. That's so, that's cool. just some of the cool stuff coming to uh, Stardew Valley, I think, again, before the end of this year. PC is going to get it all first, and then consoles are going to get these updates a few weeks after that.
0: Very cool. Very cool. So, uh, but we also wanted to talk briefly because within this last week, Xbox held their big event inside Xbox, where they released a whole bunch of new uh, details on some games. There, some uh, information on their Project X uh, or their Cloud X. Sorry, I'm, I'm butchering that title, but uh, their streaming cloud-based streaming service that's going to be the competitor for Google Stadia, and. Or is Google Stadia going to be a competitor for it?
1: No. <laughs> no. Google Stadia is not a competitor in anything, except against itself, maybe?
0: Well, because the thing is, there's a whole lot of, like, they gave a lot of big information on this, which you can go look at and everything, but apparently, from they've already said that, like, from ne- the games currently in development and previous games, like, are already going to be compatible for, pro- for, the- for this when it comes out. So that's already, like, head and shoulders... And its offerings above what you can do so there's a lot of different information on that you can go check all that stuff out not necessarily what we wanted to focus on that part of the inside Xbox is it on One. the
1: website um google stadia sucks by microsoft xbox.com uh,
0: <laughs> <dot> <laughs> no it's not but uh it is though you can see a full list of all the places at on xboxwire.com news.xbox.com everything we announced at XO 19 so uh there's a lot of different stuff there but there were two things Project X Cloud. Okay, sorry for butchering that. Two games really stood out to us as ones that we were very excited for. One of which it was the one that I mentioned, which not as much. Other than this game looks beautiful, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It gave me very strong Ori in the Blind Forest vibes because of its art style and the music that played in the trailer it looks really great. And it's a new one from Rare. Yeah, so this is exciting too. It is exciting, uh, but it's called Ever Wild. So and this it looks beautiful. It looks like this mythical land does. where you interact with these. With creatures that are obviously influenced by those we have on Earth. But it's almost like they're pre-evolutionary stages of some of these the creatures. I'm not
1: sure I would say that. I think they're more like... Or advanced versions? Fantastical versions. Fantastical That's a better because way Because I don't it. think that it's supposed to be, or at least from the trailer they showed, I didn't get the feeling that we were supposed to be on Earth. I was like, this is clearly a different land entirely. Uh, you say Ori and the Blind Forest feels, I got Breath of the Wild feels. Specifically because, because Breath of the Wild is obviously this massive wilderness populated right. by creatures that look kind of like creatures we're already Mm -hmm. accustomed Mm to but just enough not to be like ah that's its own creature uh so i think that it looks really cool and interesting though um I don't know anything about the gameplay. They didn't give anything about the gameplay. They haven't done anything of that so far. We have no idea what the release date is. It's
0: just the announcement. So it's very... And I'll I'll read it from from the Xbox article. So executive producer Louise O'Connor appeared on Inside Xbox and shared a glimpse of Everwild, the new IP from Rare. The team are passionate about creating something special and this first reveal is just a taste of the magical natural world the team at Rare are bringing to life. There will be more to share at a later date. So for now, watch the trailer again. And it has a link to all that stuff. So again, looks like a super fun, uh, very... Well, I don't. I can't necessarily say it looks super fun because I don't know what it looks we like. We don't know how I to meant, play it. I have to say, like, it looks like a super beautiful world. Uh, the art style looks very. It's very visually pleasing. Yes. And tie that with its its fantastical setting with these creatures. I'm very curious to see where this game is going. I
1: go. am too, and I'm just happy to see an exclusive for Xbox. Yeah. Good job. Which finally. Think,
0: and that's what I think. It's one of those things we've talked about with Xbox and like them laying the groundwork for stuff. Those. Changes are starting to come out now, especially yeah. with Project X Cloud and and all these different things. And I'm honestly, I'm almost starting to think to myself, I actually had this thought when I was watching some of the inside Xbox stuff. I was like, Am I sp- not gonna fully switch from PS4? But like, could I see that happening? Of like no. b- turning more to Microsoft w- with their different offerings? Because no. they also unveil a whole lot of different plans for their ultimate game pass and what game pass does because normally i know we've talked about the streaming like subscription-based kind of gaming services like that before but the more i think about it, it's like but for people like us especially who need to be have a lot of games out there but we can't afford to buy every single one because we need to talk about it here on the show something like that though where you can just pay a small fee play it for a little bit to get a taste and then stop but then you still retain your saves until you if you buy the game later and then go back to it I'm not saying, but for now, for trying it, I'm getting, because they are offering so many deals, I'm getting curious enough, I think I'm going to try it out.
1: Uh, it's a hard pass for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an owner. Like, anytime I like something enough that I'm actually going to buy it, I want to own it. Well, and, I am the same way yeah. too, but
0: I'm just saying for the amount of games that come out, and needing to be able to touch everyone, but not play the, touch the $60 price point for the majority of them. That's what demos are for. But not every game has demos these days. Not
1: every game has demos, and that's why I don't own those games. They should. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but neither here nor there to the main to the other news story we want to talk about, which is Don't Nod's new game, which was also announced. Yes. Tell me why. So this why were we pretty exciting. excited about this one?
1: So Tell Me Why is one of the few, um, and at least me personally, perhaps only games I've ever encountered that has a not predominantly, but a very visible trans protagonist. So there have been examples of trans persons in video games before, but they are usually side characters in the more past years. They've even been clearly the butt of jokes. So the treatment of trans persons in video games and in the gaming industry is not exactly stellar. Yeah. It is anything but, uh, so tell me why it features Tyler, right? That's uh what are the two siblings names, Tyler and
0: I'm going to it right now. I had it. Yeah. Which one is the girl?
1: The uh, anyway, Anyway, so Tyler is the protagonist. Tyler and
0: Allison Ronan.
1: Allison. So Tyler and Allison are twins. And you can tell from the trailer that the premise is that um, something, and it's kind of hinted at in the trailer so you can watch it on your own, something terrible happened when they were children. Uh, it would appear as though the crux of the problem was when Tyler tried to come out to his mother and say, like, hey, just FYI pretty sure I'm a boy. You know, when you're a kid, it's really hard to put those kinds of things into words. So apparently that attempt was made, and uh, his mother did not react to it well at all, it would seem. So something horrible transpired. You're not really sure what it is. One of the key things that I thought was really interesting about the trailer is that they appear to be going back to their childhood home, Tyler and Allison, to kind of, I guess, get to the bottom of the mystery themselves, because when you're kids, you block stuff out. Maybe they don't exactly remember what happened, and Tyler maybe has I, I mean it's the exact same art style. It's the exact same feel. It's the same location right, as Pacific Life Northwest. is Strange. This one's it's in Alaska Paci- not Washington yes. and
0: Oregon but still. But
1: it, it, it's the look and feel are right. exactly yep. the same. So I was like ah yes the new Life is Strange. Um, and they did also say in the trailer that all episodes will be launching at the same time in summer 2020, 2020 yeah. which just means it's a normal game. You don't need to have episodes. Yeah. It, That's a conversation I mean,
0: for another time. It, it, a conversation for another time, but also one that we saw that in the trailer and we we're both like, oh, thank God. Thank
1: God. Because
0: here we sit, you know, we're waiting for Life is Strange, uh, the final episode of Life is Strange to come out. Life is Strange 2. Well, Life is Strange 2. So yes. Thank you. And... It's just like over a year since the first episode came out. Which We've talked is we in every one of our reviews we'll of the episodes. We'll talk about it at the end we'll of the Strange too. But it was nice to see that it was like... like I don't care if they're episode-based like this, where it is more of these smaller chunks where you feel like you have a start and stop. Once a month. And that's fine. Once a month but is like, enough. But like... Give us some, giving us them all at once, which is how I played through the first Life is Strange because I came to it way late. Like, that was a great way to play it. I still enjoyed having it because it felt like these self-contained stories, but I didn't have to wait months in between.
1: Yeah. So, ridiculous. That was great stuff. So anyways, the good news is, tell me why it will not be air quotes episodic in the way you've seen with Life is Strange and Life is Strange 2. Mm-hmm. So it's got that exact vibe though, and they seem to hint at maybe some sort of supernatural power question mark. Yeah,
0: because in the trailer there was like them looking at like a ghostly... There's this sh-
1: ghostly like kind of semi-lighted shape on the floor that Tyler appears to be interacting with and it's like ooh what's that about does somebody have cool ghostly powers or is it like their
0: special twin bond yeah
1: yeah special twin bond I think mind
0: meld and make and make things oh man
1: how cool would that be if it's two siblings and you get to switch back and forth between the two of them and they have the twin
0: you'll be playing as both
1: oh that's awesome okay that's very cool what would be cool too is
0: if this became if we find out that this one comes out is has a play style similar to that uh a way out, the one where you play the two oh, characters at the same time. Sweet. That would be kind of They haven't said that, but that would be kind of cool if they were doing that.
1: And just um, FYI, uh, for anybody that was worried about it like I was, um, the developers, Don't Nod. This,
0: this paragraph. They yes, about that's it.
1: exactly what I was going to say. Uh, don't Nod has wor- worked closely alongside Microsoft and the LGBTQIA media ag- advocacy organization, GLAAD, in shaping Tyler as an authentic repres- representation of the trans experience, as well as a genuine multidimensional character. Tyler is also the first playable, playable video game hero from a major studio. I, again, I think there have been very small ones, but from a major studio and publisher who is also transgender. So there's no if ands, or buts about it. Tyler is trans. So Microsoft and Nod have approached Tyler with a real commitment to authenticity, explains Nick Adams, director of transgender representation at GLAAD. Tyler is a fully realized, endearing character whose story is not reduced to simplistic trans tropes, another thing I was deeply mm-hmm. concerned about. <laughs> uh, creating a playable lead trans character and taking such care to get it right raises the bar for future LGBTQIA inclusion in game. So I was worried about that because I was like, (laughs) Oh, it's
0: always kind of, you always wonder how, okay, how's this going to go? But it's great. It's a great sign.
1: And again, it doesn't have to be perfect. There's no such thing as like a perfect representation of any one type of person in gaming because there are too many. There are too many dimensions. We're all individual people. So there will probably never be a perfect person in video games for anywhere, you know, Mm -hmm. along the LGBTI, LGBTQIA plus spectrum. Right. But it's really nice to see that they clearly made such an effort to attempt to do their very best. Yes,
0: and that information that we were reading from was taken from that same Xbox article. That's just kind of the overall review of all the. Oh no, this one's actually specifically about Tell Me Why. So X nineteen announcing Tell Me Why, the newest narrative adventure game from Do Not Entertainment, also on uh, the Xbox Newswire or Xbox Wire. So a lot of great stuff coming out of there. Uh, obviously, it'd be fun to see how this comes out and it will be interesting too if because it doesn't say it's like we said it comes from creators of life is strange they say all that but they're not technically calling it a life is strange game it'll be interesting to see if it if they do eventually say like oh no this is in the same universe so. I
1: mean if nothing else it looks like a spiritual successor. Oh, yeah, by, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. It it's
1: the same game. <laughs> it,
0: it, it really does look like it. And I and they even like upgraded even though it's the same art style they still elevated it even yeah. from Life is Strange 2 and it looks really good. So
1: They are so they just cannot get away from red buildings and snow.
0: They, just they love it. It's love a great it. They love you know it. They I mean? can't
1: do anything but that. Um, I love the Pacific Northwest. You know what? Kudos to them for for sticking with what they're good at. Yeah. Aren't they French? Why are they so no, obsessed a, yeah. with the Pacific Northwest? It's a French, it's a French studio. What's wrong with them? I don't know. Maybe just they, once, I want them to make a game it, based like, in yeah. France. When are they going to do that? But
0: they need to have their American branch of their studio make it. That's oh only fair, yes, so they that they one.
1: get everything just a little wrong, and you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, well, for the main topic of the day, or one of the main topics for the day, we talked about it in the moment with Mogan, but it's time to talk about it for a little bit more time, because you were also like, oh, they got a little bit extra decoration on the, sta- on the table here. Yeah, we do, because Jedi Fallen Order is out now. Uh, released from Respawn Entertainment, came out on November 15th. Now, this is only like a day or two after this game came out, so I have not had the time to completely beat the game and go through it, but I do have some thoughts and initial first impressions and wanted to be able to share them all with you here on the show.
1: I was watching somebody, first of all, why weren't you streaming at Good Sir?
0: Because our life has been a wreck with, the, with getting oh, our bathrooms. Point, we've point. been having our bathrooms remodeled for the last couple of days Indeed. and it's been loud, it's been dusty, it's been dirty and I knew I just couldn't focus on right. it. I, that's why I've only really been able to play a, a few, I've played like six seven hours so far and i wanted to be much further along but it's just that's that,
1: actually more than i thought you would have been able to get in this weekend so because that's I, good. I mean i stayed up late yeah so nice.
0: you know I, I i was so excited about it but i just knew i was like i'm not gonna be able to pay attention to this or give it the attention it deserves uh with if if i was trying to do this and play it with all that going well, on in the as background.
1: someone who would never actually purchase this game i did watch somebody stream it now, because i was like i should probably be at least a little caught up on how yeah. this works uh and i'd I won't say that I have enough information to actually have thoughts. Okay. Other than cute robot bro.
0: Yeah. B1. <laughs> B1. So the main, so I'm not going to go into story and all that stuff because that's obviously the game is very fresh. It's very, it would be very spoilery and there's no reason in going over that yet since I don't even really know a whole. I'm not super far into the story yet. But other than that, the main characters you do have Calcastus. And then his his robot buddy BD-1, uh, and basically he is a Jedi on the run because this is post Order sixty six. The Jedi are being hunted across the galaxy by the oh evil God. Empire. The Emperor has taken power. He is no longer the Senate.
1: He is it is. still Palpatine? Yeah. Still oh, Palpatine. that bastard! <laughs> I know. This is all
0: pre uh, oh, A New Hope, I Empire see. Strikes Back, and all that stuff. This I is see. it takes place in between the prequels and the original trilogy, and it's it's also. Supposed to take place in the Star Wars timeline around the events of Solo and uh, Rogue One, kind okay, of in I that see. area for the movies. Quick question: for, Yes,
1: does BD One talk like BD One? He
0: he beeps and boops. Okay, so he's no, an R two D two, not a C three PO. Exactly. So you basically is from what I can tell is so you're on the run, you're and you get sent on a mission to help obviously uh, rebuild kind of the Jedi Order and try to bring and and obviously continue your fight against the Empire while you are being pursued by. Your main villain, the, sec- the second sister, an Inquisitor of the Empire, who are like special Jedi hunters.
1: It sounds like she's a space warrior nun when you say it that way. She
0: shows up. The the brief bits that I've seen of her so far in the game as a trailer, she is going to be a formidable
1: She looks opponent, like quite a badass. This is it's, a very intimidating uh, outfit she's got on but, here. So
0: this is the thing about the game, though. You'll come across... She's the second sister. There are ten.
1: Oh, Jesus!
0: So I don't know if you fight all ten, but I know there are a few others that you will come across. In the game, and those are just going to be like some insane boss battles. But now here's the thing. You said you had no interest in this game. I beg to differ from the main reason. Yes, I know Star Wars isn't your cup of tea, but the combat of it and a lot of stylings, it's heavily Soul- Dark Souls-influenced.
1: Oh, really? Yes. Dark. I thought maybe you were going to say Dishonored, not Dark no. Souls. Very d- very Dark Souls. Because it's all third-person, right? It's
0: third-person, um, but then also the combat is very very precise you huh. have to have your and that's I, honestly and this is one of the cool things this game did when you choose the difficulty level it shows you at this level of difficulty here's your t- your parry timing that you're gonna have Ooh. here's the incoming damage and here's like outcoming damage so you can see how it all balances against each I other I like
1: that that's visible that's yes, a really nice it was touch great.
0: I've chose not the hardest because the parry timing is like this long no thing. it's you. like a tiny little you have the tiniest that's bit how of time. it is
1: in Dark Souls and it's like yeah that's why I sucked at parrying bro right
0: <laughs> and so the, and why I suck at it it's hard. it's hard. So I chose the second Jedi Master, I believe. It's the second hardest difficulty, but not the the absolute hardest. What is
1: is the lowest one? Like Padawan.
0: It's actually it's called Story Mode, oh. where it's like everything's very evened and maybe across I'll the just board. play
1: Story Mode then, because the sisters at least sound really cool. Oh yeah. Uh, I, conspiracy theory. Yes. At the end of the game, you find out that they're actually all the big sisters freed from Bioshock Two. Boom. They got out of Bioshock. They tied together the world. Made a new life like for it. themselves, and now they are still evil, but in a different way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so I say that it's it's very souls based in a lot of things. Uh, but just because a the combat is very difficult. The com- and I know I'm playing at a harder difficulty level, but I still think even if I wasn't, I would be. It would still be difficult. It's the type of game you can't underestimate any any enemy, the littlest one that you think is going to be an easy scrub, even like a an animal beast that's attacking you like you can't you can't take it for granted it could take advantage of you in some way have some really fast attack and if you can't get out of the way fast enough it's gonna wear you down and you only have right now at the of where I'm at in the game you only have two health packs that you can refill with which is really fun a little fun animation you hit the heal button you call it to bd1 you're like hey buddy I need help and he like pops this little like stem needle out of the top of him you catch it and then stick it in you
1: oh that's cute
0: it's really cool and he like rides on your back and everything yeah
1: I saw I'm just now seeing like his little face and that his eyes are actually different shapes that's cute yeah
0: he's a pre- he's a pretty cool little buddy so far but so not only is the combat so timing based and having to be so quick and and like being able to dodge fast go through your different attacks and everything and like i said you can't underestimate literally any enemy there are also hidden bosses like around the as you go exploring in the different planets and everything that you're walking around on you i actually stumbled across one Pretty early on and I definitely tried to do it and I was like, oh no, I can't, I can't fight this guy. There's no back. way I got to come gotta back come to this later, <laughs> which is great because it's been a long time since we've had a Star Wars game that, that requires some thought and rewards so much exploration. Awesome. So I really am loving that because there are also chests hidden around throughout the worlds that you can find that give you up that give you materials either for your lightsaber or outfit customization, nice. which is really cool. Uh, so you can actually go to these workbenches and totally customize the look of your lightsaber. You can Question. change its color. You can change like the different parts of the hilt itself. Ooh, cool. And you can find different parts from different planets and different chests that you find. You can also have like this is his normal outfit what he's got on this figure right now with just kind of like the leather vest uh, sw- blandular blue shirt. He looks shirt, like
1: a scrub.
0: And everything. Uh, but you can get him like different ponchos that have different colored yeah, ponchos. ponchos. You can change the color, the skins of BD-1. Oh that's And cute. your ship that you, fly, that you travel around and you can change the skins on it too. And you just find all these different things from Exploration and discovery, and, and that's a
1: natural part of the game that isn't related to microtransactions. So far, no
0: microtransactions at all. Okay, because it's a completely would... single-player experience. Excellent. They might—I don't know what their plans are for future. I haven't seen anything of that so far. But so far in this, there's not a store tab. There's nothing that shows that there's going to be microtransactions of any kind.
1: Who developed and the, published this game? So
0: this the other part. The fun part about it is it's respawn. Uh, creators of Titanfall Two oh, and yeah. Apex Legends and Recore. So published. Um, did re, did they Remember do? Remember Recore.
1: I haven't played oh that wait, one. maybe they didn't. Maybe that's a different publisher. Record. Anyways, different. skip skip over
0: that. Um, but but still, uh, they have great games and that have a great track record. And it's been fun to see those influences in Jedi Fallen Order. Like they showed it in the trailer. Respawn in Titanfall Two put in the they had the wall running mechanic, which I think they do wall running better than any other. Like I know Black uh, Call of Duty had some wall running in some of its previous titles, like Black Ops Three, Black Ops 4. No, not Black Ops Four, but Black Ops Three at least, and. It just never, it, it, was easy to do, but it also felt a little clunky. I don't know. Respawn does it where it's super smooth. You just run up to the wall, hit X to jump on it. You automatically run across and you can choose when to dismount the wall to have either a smoother landing or like grab the ledge below or different things like that. It just is super smooth. And you can see also with just how movement is handled in general, it has a very strong respawn feel, which I'm really, which I really like. So far that aspect of it has been really great. Uh, like I said, there's tons of exploration. Character customization. You get to you get to visit all these planets that, for a lot of things, have been ones. Well, again, I've, I, without going too far into it, like there's some planets that you've seen a lot but never been able to be on. I think so. so it's it's kind of like getting to explore these worlds in person, in quotes, as it were.
1: So, question about that: uh, the bit of streaming that I watched, and this is kind of my ongoing gripe with Star Wars, is that so much of it takes place on bland dusty desert planets oh, see, that are beautiful in films but not always the most fun to play through exclusively so are there other environments oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. aside from I mean, the you're desert gonna go to
0: different, you're gonna go to different planets okay. i think i know which planet you're talking about and i don't want to spoil it like, but if you go to the oh, other, God, one of the so other boring. early on planets it's different it's okay. very
1: it's is very plant-based any, like, give me one plant <laughs> just one tree bro. oh yeah yeah, yeah.
0: They're, they're definitely there okay just not um so yeah, you were definitely I know which planet that person was playing on. And you no, know, that one is very bare deserty, but also very hard. I went to that planet. And then decided, I was like, I was trying to spend some time there. And I was like, I'm not ready for this planet yet. Well,
1: it, the streamer that I was watching, he kept running into, like, secrets that he couldn't figure out how to get into. And yep. I was like, man, if only this place weren't a boring, barren desert. Well, so that's
0: the thing. You keep finding these places. So there's a lot of exploration. But aside from the bosses, there are also various places, and this is where I'm at, too, where there are, like, puzzles you have to figure out through – in. Uh, like, say, like, Tomb Raider ones or something like that. Oh, like, stuff like gotcha. that, where it's like, you have to be like, okay, so I gotta get this. Or similar to like the shrines in Breath of the Wild, too, where you have like, I gotta get this ball thing into this specific place, because that's gonna trigger this other thing happening over here. Okay. Lots of different stuff like that, gotcha. too, that you have to come across to complete these missions. You can also, by exploring the map, find shortcuts. Because there's because it doesn't have automatic save places you have to find places in the on the map where it says you can meditate and that's where you save so if you die before like you get sent back to your last either meditation or if you haven't found a place on that planet yet to meditate you get sent back to the to your ship at the beginning and you have to run through all that stuff again i
1: will say that save points are a thing that i feel like video games have largely started to go away from
0: yeah for the these these auto saves and auto checkpoints
1: and i won't I don't really think I've thought about it enough to have an opinion on it, but I will say that the games I've played recently that don't have save points, I
0: love it. Yeah.
1: So the so that there are save points again, it's like oh no. But see,
0: but this is another. But this, is another, but but this is another. What I'm saying, like, is a Souls influence. Is you come to this this place to bonfires? Minute, it's like the bonfire. Yes. That's where you can refill your health your health stems that BD one throws to you. If you use them all, uh, you can also. This is where you upgrade your skills. Which your soul's
1: al- in your Estes flask. Gotcha. Exactly. See, see.
0: So it's, <laughs> and, but it's really cool too because he like kneels and then it like opens up this like, he kneels on the plate. Cal will kneel on the place to where you're supposed to meditate and then it like shows us more like he's. Like his meditations, where he's like resting on this like spatial plane, and you see oh. these the like the the skill trees are like laid out in front of you, and you pl- and you pick it all. And you all get these to things? go
1: into his mind palace, pretty much. Yeah. Have you read the Sherlock Holmes? I have not. No. You suck. Anyways, books for children. <laughs> been over this. Yeah. I listen but. to them on audiobook.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> different. But anyway, so it's so it's got stuff like that. But when you rest to refill your health flasks, all enemies respawn.
1: Oh, it's exactly like Dark Souls. See? That's funny. So,
0: if you enjoy those types, I know it's a different setting, but I still think if you enjoy that style of game, you'll get a lot out of this.
1: I, actually, that does sound much more interesting than, say, any. Is Battlefront Star Wars? It is. Okay, then it sounds much more interesting Battlefront than Battlefront. Battlefront was, was
0: the first one that, or the one from 2015. Yes. That one was, was very much just like, it's multiplayer only. You're going to do these big, large scale battles. No, Battlefront 2, they brought in a campaign no. that was very much. A cut and dried story. It wasn't. It wasn't great. Uh, but this one is a very, very deep game. That's going to have a lot to uncover. And you're gonna. It's going to take. A, it's one. I'm already. Telling, I'm already knowing. Like, okay. Well, I'm definitely platinuming this game. I, it's de- like I'm going to learn all this stuff. I'm going to go back. I'm going to find the secrets. I'm going to collect all the things because I want to spend as much time in this world as I possibly can.
1: So you're enjoying the story then? You think oh, it's the great. story is actually worth something?
0: For the the time period, it's a it's an unexplored and not as much explored time period in the in the games. And so I think that's going to be really fun getting to explore these different areas. And it's so far the story does seem to be very set up well, it seems to have a lot of mystery and intrigue around it. It's got some high very high stakes set up very quickly at the beginning and it just so far seems is very engaging and I'm really liking where it's going. Obviously more on that as I get into this.
1: Maybe not in the game, kay. but in this form, in his little doll figure, uh, this looks exactly like Edward Cullen from oh, really? the Twilight series. It's actually
0: not. It's a Cameron Monaghan who is he's in the the Showtime show Shameless. He's plays Ian Gallagher in there, and he's also he's also the Joker. In the Gotham TV series that was on Fox. Well, and so now he's doing this.
1: Now he's Robert Pattinson. (laughs) Congratulations!
0: Which is really funny because it's I just like oh it's it's like oh wow I've watched so much of Shameless and then to have that have Cameron Monaghan be in this too I'm like oh wow this is this is weird.
1: I think it's just because his uh, his figure kind of looks like semi grayish pale to me at least in this light and with this hair and the styling it's like that's Edward Cullen. I can see that. It's just Edward Cullen.
0: But, uh, but yeah, so apparently that you, there's going to be a lot of... like I still have some basic Force avi- abilities. I haven't been able to upgrade those much as yet because it takes a while to, uh, to get skill points. And if you die, it resets your skill point meter oh, that you earned. No. So you have to go find the enemy that killed you and at least do one bit of damage. You don't have to kill it. You just have to damage it again and you'll regain your health okay. and experience points that you lost. Gotcha. But I still... Ha- I know I've done that and then been killed by something else along the way and I'm not sure yet. I haven't noticed if that resets it like if you fight the thing that killed you on the way if you still get to kill that farther enemy that killed you originally and if that will still grant you back points or if those are gone but i I tend to think they're gone Yeah,
1: yeah i would bet that they're gone um based on what you've told me it sounds very much like dark souls uh so, yeah, actually, I am much more interested.
0: And it's really cool, too, because those enemies, the one that kills you last, it highlights it. So you know which one to, to go gotcha. after. And so that really points it through. But so, like I said, tons of great things about this game. I'm really, really enjoying it. I want to spend all the time in the world in it. But for now, but, and it's just going to take me more time to do it. But I do have to say a couple gripes, little small things, oh gosh. not very big at all.
1: Is it that BD-1... Isn't the protagonist? <laughs> that would <laughs> be my it gripe. Be,
0: yeah. It would be really cool if there were some areas where you could take over as BD1, Let me be the
1: BD one, but I have
0: But it's just some small things. Like I've noticed some graphic graphical issues or buggy things. Like at different points, uh, there was one point on a planet where like the enemies wouldn't spawn in correctly at the same time. So I it was right after a save point. So I'd like run up the staircase, and the enemies I'd sometimes get to the top, and then they just appear next to me. I'm like, oh, oh god, god. <laughs> start fighting. <laughs> Or it would just like I'd get like halfway up the staircase and then they'd start like running down. It was just kinda like as like, okay, this obviously something's not right with this little bit because it's like, this is odd that this is having some weird appearing issues Yeah, if it's one like area
1: again and again, they'll, they'll but the found patch But I found little eventually. tiny things.
0: Exactly. I think it's a thing that's going to be for, patched out. But it's just... It's, and I've seen it in a couple little areas. One time an enemy did span, spawn and he totally was T-posing. And then, it, and then it quickly fixed itself. It was like a half second.
1: To be fair, though, some of the best games have the most ridiculous glitches like that. Right. Like Dragon Age. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, which I tried to play yeah. a little bit of. I like I barely made it very far in that game at all and I would encounter these NPCs that would just shoot across the map at rapid speed and I'd be like She's what like, the- Where are you coming from? Yeah, I'd be like what the hell was that? Yeah. And they're gone before you could even like take a screenshot of it. Exactly. So I those just add value in my
0: well, again game, it's so funny <laughs> it's super small it's nothing i'm like well this game's broken uh, no but it's just like yeah no. i'm assuming after some patches they'll they'll be able to figure that out because also it's a big <laughs> game there's lots of different enemies like that and i understand like a little small thing like that but i have noticed some things like that another little thing that's bothered me that's come up a couple times is like every once in a while briefly and it's almost like it's it, it's i'm assuming it's from loading and different things like that the music kind of like will cut out or stutter every once in a while hmm. but not the rest of the sounds just the music interesting so but again not very often and it's only happened to like a couple times and not for very long it's like it'll be like a brief interruption and then it starts but speaking of music's great so far too it has excellent star wars feel i've been i've been, just been taking in a lot of star wars content this week because the mandalorian also premiered on disney plus right oh my god it's so good it's so good I have not watched but it's, it. It's 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 great. I'm but, not so getting I've been, the Disney Plus. I'm, but I'm thinking about the, the all the the different like the music in it is really different and unique from Star Wars, and it, it's perfect in its own way. This is very much retains the Star Wars feel of the movies and everything. But again, it fits just so well as you're going and exploring these planets and hearing these familiar themes and tones from the Star Wars music playing. It just helps build this great world and remember and remind you to connect it that it is connected to the overall universe and everything. Because even though. They're obviously like the Empire and the Rebellion, and different, or not even the Rebellion at this point, but just like there's the Empire and the the normal bads. You're playing with newer characters and newer people, so it's nice to have that overall unifying thing of the music that keeps it, along with the look and feel of everything, just keeps it wholly and completely Star Wars. So for all these reasons combined, I am having a hell of a good time in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and cannot wait to spend hundreds of hours in
1: this I game. might give it a try I think you really should I think I think, I think the I combat might. For,
0: for your history of like with souls and everything I think you'll really enjoy it I was expecting it to be a little bit more cuz I tried I really did try to stay blind with this game I saw the first couple trailers and then after that I was like no I don't I know I missed trailers and some other things a wise move. Uh, I was just like I know I don't want anything spoiled in this game and I've seen some snippets of some other things that I know I'm going to fight later on I'm getting really excited for that so because of that I didn't really know what to expect as far as like how like, like detailed. gameplay
1: you don't really know yeah. what's coming well i
0: knew like i'd seen some stuff from, especially from e3 this year of what they were going what the gameplay looked like because they gave that. that's when they give that big 20 minute demo i think of what the of the gameplay at e3 this last year and or e3 this year and so i knew that kind of what that but i didn't expect how refined and how time-based so i definitely am having to treat having to train myself to not treat this like god of war
1: where you can't just run and gun yes
0: and just hack and <laughs> you're slash you're not
1: kratos this exactly. time
0: <laughs> i have great powers but i have to learn the, my moves and shall bd1 so,
1: be our new travis oh he could be yes bd travis that's, <laughs> that's his new name
0: <laughs> but no so uh, i'm i'm having a blast can't wait to play more awesome so that concludes my first impressions of Jedi Fallen Order, and if anyone else has been playing the game so far, we'd love to hear your thoughts as well, but please keep it spoiler-free, because I and a lot of other people probably listening and or watching to this episode I would like to be able to enjoy the game. So no no spoilers on it, but we do just like to know your thoughts, your your opinions on how how it feels, because this is the first big Star Wars game we've gotten in a while that seems like it's going to actually be good
1: you can dm your spoilers to me on discord because i'm fine with knowing them and then i can be like haha jared i know things that you don't know over me yes Yes. (laughs) But but so we do, have to,
0: before we go, have to do our soundtrack spotlight, which they haven't released the soundtrack yet for Jedi, Knight, for Jedi Fallen Order, which is what I was going to be doing. But like I said, this week has been chock full of Star Wars content. So we're going to switch gears a little bit, a little slight detour on this. We're cheating. We're cheating slightly. <laughs> but instead of music from Jedi Fallen Order, I'm going to feature music from the Mandalorian TV show because it's so good. So this is The Mandalorian from The Mandalorian, Chapter One by Ludwig Goranson. So... But with that, everybody, that concludes this episode of Team Chat Podcast. Until next time, I'm one of your hosts, Jared Wilson, joined by Rachel Moga. Adios. We'll see you all next week. Stick around for the song.